Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. It's time to play like a jet. With your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Here they come on third and five. Wilson. Boy, somehow escapes. He's going to run for it. Plenty of green grass. Wilson stays in bounds. He's still going. And he's in. Touchdown. Zach Wilson pulling a magic trick. Down the middle, he's got it. Elijah Moore. The 20. The 10. The 5. Touchdown. Two is buried. That was Sauce Gardner. Here he goes! Goodbye and hello Enzo! And Dyke swarmed, swallowed, and sacked. Guess who? You only got one guess. Jermaine Johnson. Here's Brees Hall looking for history. Hall with his 24th straight game with a rushing touchdown into the NCAA record books. Listen. Thank you. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it is time to recap day number 20 of New York Jets training camp, which is also day number one of joint practice between the Jets and the Giants. And to do that, we've got a first-time guest. He's new to the Jets beat. Really excited to have him on, Mr. Antoine Staley, who is now covering the Jets for the New York Daily News. Antoine, thanks so much for coming on the show, man. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Antoine, I got to tell you, honestly, when I heard from our mutual friend Nick Spano over at U Stadium that the Daily News was hiring you, I was pleasantly surprised because I know the way that the journalism landscape has been working lately. And this is nothing against anybody. It's just that a lot of times they're looking to cut corners, get some less experienced guys. But I've been reading your work for a long time. You did some great work covering the Dolphins, covering the Panthers, covering Florida State, covering Oregon. So you've been all over the place. They got a really seasoned reporter to cover the Jets beat. And as I was telling you before we started recording, you're a welcome addition. So I'm really glad you're here. I mean, I'm still a relatively young guy, too. But yeah, I definitely have made my moves around the journalism. And now you get to be a part of this crazy jet circus. Although, as you joked with me, you've had plenty of experience with that dealing with the Panthers and the Miami Dolphins. Before we get into what happened at practice today, let's start with the breaking news. 
Denzel Mims has requested a trade. I'm going to read the statement from his agent, Ron Slavin, right now. It's just time. Denzel tried in good faith, but it's clear he does not have a future with the Jets. Denzel vowed to come back better than ever this season and worked extremely hard in the offseason to make that happen. Still, he has been given no opportunities with the starting offense to get in a groove with them. We feel at this point a trade is our only option since the Jets have told us repeatedly they will not release him. Joe Douglas has always done right by Denzel, and we trust he will do everything in his power to find another team where Denzel can be a contributor. Antoine, I know you're new to the beat, but you're a general observer of the NFL, so I'm sure you know this. Denzel Mims fell out of favor with the coaching staff last year early on and never recovered. And this has just been one thing after another. He was sick. He had COVID. Then he got food poisoning. Then he had trouble catching up with the plays. Then he finally got into the game and couldn't do anything right once he was in. Mostly just drew penalties. This year, you heard a lot of talk about it was the redemption tour. He was working hard. He was looking great. Fantastic shape. He was picking up the playbook. But it always kind of struck me as them talking a lot to try and entice some other team to make an offer. And we all know that the reason Denzel Mims is still here at this point is because of Joe Douglas, who drafted him in the second round in 2020 and who saw a lot of potential in him. But it was clear that the coaching staff just had no plans for him. And so that's what his agent is alluding to here. I wish it could have worked out for him. It was clear that with this coaching staff, it was never going to. We'll see if the Jets are able to get much of anything. Antoine, we know that Joe Douglas has pulled a rabbit out of his hat a lot of times in the past. He did it when he traded Christopher Herndon for a fourth-round pick to the Minnesota Vikings. He did it when he got a sixth-round pick for Blake Cashman, who A, wasn't very good, and B, was never on the field. So maybe he can squeeze a late-round pick out of one of these teams. I'd mention the Chicago Bears as a possibility because they're very thin at wide receiver. Maybe they get a late-round pick out of a team like that. Maybe they can swap them. Denzel Mims for another player who's disappointed elsewhere, say Tevin Jenkins in Chicago, Jalen Rager in Philadelphia, something like that. But it's sad to see it end this way. Unfortunately, though, there was no other way, it seemed, for Denzel Mims. Uh, I mean, it's just like I think we all knew this was going to come. I, you know, predicted even in my um, like projections, 53-man roster projections, that Denzel Mims would be traded because I just felt like they were, he was like the seventh receiver on the roster. Uh, I just thought that, you know, Jeff Smith, I thought Calvin Jackson uh, were above him. And obviously, you know, you look at Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore, uh, Braxton Barrios, and Corey Davis, like they're, of course, ahead of him. So, yeah, I just thought that, you know, it's a numbers game. He has looked better, like, I mean, throughout training camp. And, you know, I don't think he's done enough in the games to kind of solidify himself um, as a, with a roster spot. And I just think it's, you know, time. Like, sometimes it's just, you know, good to move on and have a clean slate. And, you know, like you alluded to, he got off to a bad start as far as, you know, the coaching staff. And I just think it's probably time for both sides to move on. I think the only problem with that, is, and I I mentioned this too, like, you know, uh, I felt like Monday night they were showcasing him, Denzel Mims, to other teams by showing he could play special teams. Uh, and I think the only, like, something he had not done before so that's why I thought it was interesting. I was like, yeah, they're probably trying to trade him and show the other teams that he has value there. But the problem now is going to be that can Joe Douglas get something for him knowing that the pub, the trade request is publicly out there and also knowing that everybody else knows the Jets want to get rid of him. So we'll see if he can pull another rabbit out the hat. Otherwise, yeah, they're probably just going to have to flat out release him uh, by Tuesday, by 4 o'clock. We took it all. 
We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Antoine, we talked about Denzel Mims. Now let's talk about the players that are going to still be here once the season starts, or at least they're going to be here for the Jets-Giants game. Whether or not they're definitely here after that, we will see. We'll begin with the receivers, Garrett Wilson, who has been a little bit up and down, had some cases of the dropsies, but you've seen his immense talent, especially when he's able to go up and get the ball. His basketball background plays prominently into that ability. You can see the star potential there. He's just got to be more consistent. He had a really good day in practice today, three catches. Elijah Moore was giving the defense a lot of trouble for the Giants. And then also you take a look at Corey Davis, who continues to build a strong chemistry with Joe Flacco. I wouldn't be surprised if Corey Davis gets a lot of targets thrown his way week number one, assuming that Joe Flacco is the starter. So it's nice to see these three guys who are going to be the top three wide receivers for the Jets this season doing well in this joint practice against the Giants. Yeah, I mean, you got Braxton Berrios in there, too. So you're going to got a good four-receiver crew between all uh, all of those guys there. But, yeah, they've had – these guys had different good days of practice. Elijah Wars has some good days recently. Uh, Braxton Berrios has had some good days. Uh, you've seen uh, Garrett Wilson, as you alluded to, definitely more recently. I think that he's starting to get a little bit more comfortable with the offense there. And also Joe Flacco, uh, Corey Davis – you know, it's looked good at times as well. Caught a, caught a touchdown today. So, yeah, I think now, and it goes back to my point about Denzel Mims, that, yeah, they have a good nucleus of receivers that they don't necessarily have to rely on a guy that's not good. It's shown he can't be available. 
So now they got guys that are going to be consistently available, at least they believe they are, and they're able to uh, produce offensively and run the system the way that they want to. So I think it's a good sign for the offense, no matter who the quarterback is going to be, Joe Flacco week one, or if Zach Wilson were to return and play against the Ravens, him, him as well. The likely starter week one is Joe Flacco as of this moment. And today he was up and down. He's had some really good practices. Hasn't really had that many bad ones, but he has had a few that were a mixed bag today. One of those days, 7 for 13, as we said. Touchdown pass to Corey Davis. Another one to Garrett Wilson, but also picked off in the red zone. Mike White picked off as well. And in fact, he was picked off by Warren G's son. So a little hip-hop action today at Jets-Giants practice. Antoine, talk a little bit about what you saw overall from Joe Flacco here as you noted in your article that's up at the Daily News right now, you can go check it out, nydailynews.com. He's got all the details there. It's an interesting thing to think about that Joe Flacco saw a lot of looks from Wink Martindale, the new Giants defensive coordinator, that he is probably going to see in week one against the Ravens, considering that Wink Martindale, who was the Ravens defensive coordinator before joining the Giants, there's going to be a lot of overlap between what the Ravens do and what Wink Martindale does. So a good test run here for Joe Flacco. Sometimes he did well against it. Sometimes he didn't. But that's why you have these type of practices to help Joe Flacco get ready for the real thing week one. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's basically uh, what you will just be able to, you know, have Joe Flacco, you know, see different coverages and blitzes. And I think that's kind of what he saw with the Giants, too. Yeah, A lot of people will look at it as a bad day for Joe Flacco. And it's good. I mean, you can look at it that way. And, you know, it's gonna you're gonna have your ups and downs throughout the course of training camp practices, uh, especially you're going against a different defense. However, I think it's good that him he went up against the Giants defense for a number of reasons. Number one, you know, I know the Ravens have a new defensive coordinator, but some of the schemes and principles that they they still run or will run, uh the Ra- the Giants also do that too as well, especially with Wake Martindale being their former defensive coordinator so it's good to kind of go up against a, a bunch that you know it's going to bring some pressure against you gives you different looks and that's what kind of joe flacco saw today so he can go back you know can use a little bit of it yeah uh to get ready for the ravens should he be the starter i mean i, I obviously you know like flacco also said it's they're gonna have they have different personnel so obviously the ravens defense is, of course, a little bit better than the Giants, but you can still kind of get those different looks and kind of, you know, see maybe what you did wrong and maybe a film study. And, just, and you know, the Ravens may run something similar and also kind of take something from that as well. So, yes, yeah, it's, it's it's a good learning te- tool for Flacco. Uh, should he be the starter week one, which I think right now, I think he's in the clubhouse to probably doing so at the moment. As far as the Jets' defense goes, Daniel Jones did very well against them, which if you're a Giants fan, you got to be happy about. Not quite as happy if you're a Jets fan, although the Jets weren't without some big plays today. Bryce Hall got himself an interception at the end of practice. He badly needs plays like that. We both know, Antoine, that for all the talk, there's no way that Hall's going to be starting over Sauce Gardner. That was never going to be the case. Competition or no, it was always Sauce's job to lose, and he's done absolutely nothing to lose that job. In fact, he's done everything to win it. But still, Hall really needed a play like that to help boost his stock back up. He got it today in the joint practice. Bradley Anai, who's been on fire lately, had that big strip sack against the Falcons, had another one against Joe Flacco yesterday. Today, getting a sack. Carl Lawson also got himself a sack. And John Franklin Myers, old reliable, getting in there for two sacks as well. So 
This is a trend that has continued, Antoine, where the Jets' defensive line has gotten pretty good pressure throughout training camp. It's mostly been against their own guys on offense. Good to see them being able to do it against opposing teams' offensive lines as well. Yeah, I think their defensive line is the strength of their football team. Uh, I think, you know, they have they they're in a good place right now cuz they're going to they're going to cut some good players that can make other people's roster on the defensive line. I truly believe that. And like they're like they have guys that they're like Jermaine Johnson, like a lot of people were asking me why is he playing on special teams and my answer was one, they need to get him out there on the field because he's probably not going to be a full-time starter, at least not right away. I know he was a first-round pick, but the Jets have other guys in front of him, at least initially. So they need to get him out on the field and produce some other way, and that's kind of why you have him on special days. But, yeah, to be able to have a good rotational defensive line, and Robert Sala lo- loves to just rush for uh, uh, pass rushes on the defensive line instead of you know bringing some pressure uh, that way with linebackers and uh, cornerbacks and safeties or whatever. But, yeah, just have those guys to be able to fresh and be able to rotate those guys out. Uh, on a it's called a down to down basis, I think that's going to be instrumental and in really helping them be better in the running game, but also be, be much better in the passing game this upcoming year. Antoine, bit of an injury scare as we continue to talk about the defense. Jermaine Johnson and DJ Reed both came out at one point, but it looks like they're going to be okay. Yeah, I mean that that's well what Wasala said they were going to be all right, but they ended up going back to practice, so I think that's a good sign. Uh, they did. You know, Jermaine Johnson was on punt return duty uh, on the drill, and then end up, you know, suffering other look like he went up going down and up coming to the sideline. DJ Reed kind of, you know, on the eleven on eleven drills, ended up getting shook up and came to the sideline as well. But yeah, they both went back and you know performed and went back to doing eleven eleven drills after that. So I think that's a good sign for everybody. That they're they're going to be just fine. Jets running gassers for the first time in practices today. I guess it was just to keep pace with Brian Dable and the Giants because they were running gassers too. Well, they, they the plan was like Salah. I talked to us about this at the end. That's they kind of the practice was a little bit shorter than you know they normally is. They they were going to do some type red zone type of drills at the end against each other, but you know because of injury concerns. Uh, with both sides, obviously, we talked about DJ Reed and Jermaine Johnson having some. The Giants have a ton of injuries right now, so they decided, you know, to try to, to stop, you know, not to have any more injuries. They just thought the Giants thought it'd be a good idea to just kind of do some gassers and uh, just kind of get a workout that way, as opposed to going up against each other. Chuma Doga and Sheldon Rankins both on a pitch count coming up on Sunday. Looks like they're a little banged up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he just said that. Yeah, they they played on Monday, and then they're out there a little bit, but they're not going to do it a whole lot, just especially with the shorter week. So Robertson is just being cautious. Antoine, let's talk about who spoke after practice. We'll begin with Coach Robert Sala. What he have to say? Uh, it just basically just talked about uh just the day that it was uh which was. Kind of uneventful. I know a lot of people thought it was going to be a fight uh, of their training camp practices. We've kind of seen, you know, with these joint practices there, and it's been a lot of fighting. But, you know, the Giants talked about, you know, the Giants and Jets uh, talked about not doing that. It's something, and it's just something that they want to do more regularly, have these joint practices, especially with you know, the proximity between the two teams. So basically, that's kind of what he talked about. 
Dwayne Brown had his first action in pads today in 11-on-11s, and then afterwards he spoke to the press. What did he have to say, and how did he look out there today? Well, he just basically said it was good to get out there, and uh, he's trying to get back into football shape and, you know, being in pads and, you know, it's you know it's a little bit easier to try to get back in shape before the season gets started as opposed to doing those individual drills. So yeah, that's kind of what he was uh, touching on today and uh, how fast the like the chemistry of this offensive line can come together. Joe Flacco spoke as well, and it's funny because as Robbie Sabo of Jets X Factor has talked about on the show before. He's unexpectedly been pretty funny so far when taking the microphone at these pressers. Did that trend continue today? Uh, I mean, he didn't really say a whole lot of funny things there, but a lot of people have said he's one of the funniest guys on the team. And Flacco kind of says it just because he, he has more experience and he knows a lot more a lot more things and as far as jokes and things of that nature too. But basically, yeah, he just touched on the day that it was and, you know, thought that, you know, it he thought it was a good experience working with the Giants and, you know, being able to something that he could take to him, take take with him towards Sunday's game and also beyond. Anything else we missed from practice or anything you observed today that we didn't touch on yet? Uh, no, I, I think we pretty much covered just about everything else other than, you know, Zach Wilson was, uh, doing some drill rehab assignment drills out there. So, but yeah, he looks like he's, he's walking pretty well and, you know, we'll see when he's able to practice and Robert Sala said he'll wait till the week of practice to name a starting quarterback. Did he have his golf cart again today? For some reason, the idea of him riding around in a golf cart just really makes me laugh. I said that yesterday, but the visual is hilarious. No, no, no golf cart today, uh, maybe because they were at the Giants facility, but, you know, he was walking uh, just regularly, and like I say, was doing some rehab uh, drill assignments, but yeah, he, he looks fine, so we'll see how quickly they can get him back up to speed and back to practice, but right now, you know, for a guy that had a meniscus trim a week, uh, a little bit more than a week ago, he's walking pretty well. Antoine Staley covering the Jets for the New York Daily News. Thanks so much for coming on and recapping day number 20 of New York Jets training camp with me. Of course, that is also day number one of Jets Giants joint practices as well as they get ready to play each other on Sunday at one o'clock at MetLife Stadium. Really appreciate you joining me, Antoine. Looking forward to doing a bunch of these shows down the line, especially during the season. Really glad you're on the Jets beat now. Like I said, Antoine's one of the best out there. Covered Florida State, covered Oregon, covered the Dolphins, covered the Panthers. This is a guy who's been all over the place. He's seen a lot of crazy things, especially as you said, Antoine, with the Panthers and the Dolphins. So you're well equipped to deal with the fun circus that is the New York Jets. For those who want to check out your work over at the Daily News, what are they going to see when they head over there, and how can they follow you on social media? Just my name, Antoine Staley. It's pretty simple. I just follow my work at the Daily News. Uh, we just do all types of things, practice reports. Uh, we'll have some features soon, too, as well. Uh, just So just follow me there. Read everything Antoine's doing over at the New York Daily News. Follow him on Twitter. Check out everything we're doing over at playlikeajet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. The Thunder from Down Under, Mr. Luke Grant, has got some fantastic All-22 breakdowns 
of all the Jets rookies that were picked in the 2022 draft, including Michael Clemens, who is one of the most intimidating dudes I've ever seen in a Jets uniform, 6'5", 275, and as Carl Lawson said yesterday, in another life, he would have been a really good actor, or as I said, a poker player, because he just keeps you guessing with his facial expressions. Make sure you watch all those videos and subscribe to our channel if you didn't already. It's youtube.com slash play like a jet. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's tee.public.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quinn and Williams, bless you, thank you shirt. The Zach says go long shirt. The Zach the Ripper shirt. The play like a jet logo shirt. Caps, mugs, hoodies. It's all there. tpublic.com. That's tee.public.com. And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.